well well hi hello Chandler I'm so excited about this week's episode we had the ladies from the buy guide on the show yes and how much fun was talking with them Talking to them was amazing. They're all so fun. I I had the greatest time chatting with them. We get into a lot. Yeah, I absolutely loved hearing about their journey with the Stanley mug. Like I was expecting the answer to that question to be like, oh, you know, we just really loved it. But I didn't realize we were about to launch like a how I built this short episode with Guy Ross. Like like their entrepreneur's journey with the Stanley mug is riveting, completely inspiring, hearing like the ins and outs of running the account. We just asked them for, all the questions people wanted us to ask and it was such a good episode. And for me, it gave me a lot of like hope and like inspiration for our podcast because they only started it, I think they said 2017 or 2018. Right. So, and they're huge, like the, truly they're massive. So I'm like, honestly, there's room enough for everybody like our podcast is still growing and it's, you know, it's still pr- fairly small, but I'm like, okay, we just got to like <laughs> forge ahead and, you know, one day we can, you know, not have like a shamefully small podcast. There's, t- there is still hope for us yet. Yeah. It was great to hear about their journey and really how the account has, has evolved. Um, and so I just absolutely love the episode. And so before we cut to that though, I want to share with everyone what's happening on the Patreon this week. Mm-hmm. So Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, the case is taking a break for the week. They're they're resting for a week or it's breaking for a week. Yeah. So Chandler and I still, though, are putting out two bonus episodes this week on the Patreon, dissecting Amber's testimony. This is so good. I'm really hoping we can get it done in two episodes, but there is so much to chat about. Like, it's I don't hard think, to even say where to begin. I don't even think we're going to be able to get it done in two episodes. Like, I... There's copious notes. At one point, I was just like 45 minutes into my notes, and I'm like, it's literally like I'm writing a dissertation. I've never taken this good of notes before in my whole life. It is just riveting to watch and riveting to discuss. So, if you want to know everything that's going on in the trial, we recap it from start to finish. This week, we're going to put up parts eight and nine and possibly 10. This is a huge, huge dissertation audio um, series on this case. We're giving a comprehensive review. We go through every single witness, what the key points were, what our thoughts are. It's full of all sorts of things you can't even imagine, like talking about their romance, how they started. I mean, it is not just scenes of domestic violence. It is scenes of fervent passion and it's juicy and delicious to talk about. Yes. It's so good. Honestly, there's just so much. Everyone check it out. The link to our Patreon is in our show notes. You can catch up on all of the deep dives there. Yeah. And I hope you enjoy the episode. All right. And with that, let's go to our chat with the Bye Guide. Well, 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 welcome to another episode of Pop Apologists. We are so lucky today because we are joined by the incredible crew that makes up the Buy Guide. Hello. Hello. Welcome Taylor, Ashley, and Lindley to the pod. You know, this is a podcast about pop culture, but it's also a podcast about buying stuff because that's Mm -hmm. a big passion of mine and Chandler's. We just love shopping and purchasing. We just love basically all things consuming and so we're actually like this is this really fits with the podcast and things that we naturally discuss and chat about so we are absolutely thrilled to have you guys on we're excited to be here and fyi we're 
super into pop culture too. Just, just so you know. Amazing. Oh, good, good. Yeah, we are. We're uh, experts at shopping. Uh, our mom was a big shopper growing up. In fact, she took us out of school for the day for the Nordstrom Mission Viejo grand opening um, ribbon cutting ceremony. <laughs> yes, just to give you an idea of where our priorities were as children. And I stand by that decision uh, that she made. So, I mean, uh, much love. We listened to the Deb episode. We're big fans. <laughs> and at the risk of, you know, lowering our brand and having Deb think that I'm a little trashy, I must admit that I am a pe- pe- Petroni. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. And I'm <gasps> fully updated on all of the case briefings. I'm all in. Oh. Thank you Wait, so much. Thank you so much. That is truly so, so kind. I like, I'm like shocked. Truly. That means <laughs> yes. so much to us. Thank you. <laughs> um, if you, if you do see my mom in person, she will tell you to delete your subscription. So I pray that <laughs> yeah. day never comes. Um, so funny. But I think we should just kind of get into who you guys are, you know, how the buy guide got started. So I, I don't know who wants to take it away, but just give our listeners, you know, a bit of background, how it all started. Yeah. Okay. Um, so me and Ashley are sisters. Lindley is our cousin and that is how we know each other. And we have always loved shopping and recommending things to each other. And, um, we were just kind of getting fed up with the, the things influencers were sharing. They just weren't the things we needed or wanted really. Mm. And we're like, what about just the dish brush we need or the sneakers for our kids? Just like the everyday basic type of things um, and not just designer clothing. We also weren't into taking pictures of ourselves or um, modeling. So mm-hmm. we, it just kind of evolved into this thing of what if we started sharing the everyday boring stuff and we found a way to do it without taking pictures of ourselves. And, um, it just kind of started there. One day we just got it going. Um, we just Googled how to do everything. Um, and it evolved from there. It really started out for fun. When did you guys start the buy guide? Uh, the end of 2017. Yeah. Okay. But it was originally okay, five years. Yeah. But it was originally the prime party. But then Amazon, you know, got a hold of our name and said, no, 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 you can't do that. And so then we evolved into the buy guide, which actually has worked in our benefit, I think, because the prime party really, you know, narrowed narrowed us into Amazon. And now we can share all the things everywhere, which is pretty awesome. Totally. Amazing. That's really interesting. Yeah, it's crazy how stuff like that ends up being a blessing to kind of force you to rebrand. Did they sure. did like how did that happen? Did you get like a letter from their attorneys? No, it just happened really quickly. I think it was within the first couple of months of our account, oh, gotcha. and it was just as we're figuring out the whole affiliate situation, we got noticed that that was the case. And yeah, it is absolutely better that we're the buy guide. That has worked out great, and I'm thrilled that that happened. It was funny we talked about this for I don't know a couple years. Mm-hmm. about this idea. And then one day Taylor just called us both and said, so I'm doing this and I'm doing it today. So are you in? Wow. <laughs> yeah. And I would say that's Taylor's personality in our working <laughs> environment in general. Yeah. Honestly, Taylor I sounds like- a little bit like Lauren, to be honest. That was like kind of how pop apologist, like during COVID Lauren was like, we're starting this again. Like we have to do it anyways. So 
it's good to have yeah. people like that in, involved. Yeah, I would love for you guys to explain your like each person's role and kind of function within the by guide. Um, because yeah, Chandler and I definitely have like very distinctive roles that have kind of just naturally occurred given our personalities. Um, so yeah, how would what would you say each person like really um, contributes and functions as for the by guide? If that makes sense, I would say Taylor. Between Taylor and I, I always tell her she's like the kite, I'll be the string. She's the big ideas. And I'm like mm. the details that are required to make that happen. And we think Lin- Lindley is our fashionista. She has the best eye. She picks out the best things. Her house is the cleanest and the most organized. <laughs> um, she has that great. And she's she a party. Makes everything beautiful. Yeah. She makes everything beautiful. Yeah. How fun. That's amazing. And how great to have three people to really just help everything. I mean, Chandler and I, it's definitely like if one of us can't do it, it falls on the other. So how nice to share the load with three people. That's awesome. For sure. And I feel like it took us like a little bit to get there, right? There was a little bit of a learning curve because when we first started this, Taylor was on the East Coast. And so she would wake up first every morning and post what she had to share. And then Ashley and Taylor, I would, or Ashley and I would be a little bit later and we'd be like, Oh my gosh, okay. Taylor already shared. So we'll save it for when there's nothing. And then we just felt like Taylor kept going. And so it was kind of a little (laughs) bit hard for us to be like, wait, she keeps posting because she's ahead of us in time. Um, and so I feel like we kind of got into our groove a little bit. And then now we work on like specific days of sharing and posting. And I feel like that's really helped like our flow and just the the output of product in our stories um yeah just because it's like on your day you're focused you're dialed in that's what you're doing and then you know tuesday someone else's day so so nice so speaking of like you know navigating like how you hand off work and whatnot like ashley and taylor you guys are sisters lauren and i are obviously sisters like i kind of want to hear how you know your tips for working with family and how you navigate that, I guess. (laughs) You know, it hasn't been an issue for us. It's been so easy and fun. And I mean, for us, it's been only a blessing to be family and working together. I know that's not always the case. Um, But one thing I have said to them is I'm like, when you're working with someone and they really bug you, and you're not allowed to like yell at them or be mad, be like pissy with them for a minute. Like, I think it probably just builds up and gets worse and worse. Mm-hmm. But when it's your sister and you can just snap at them <laughs> and get it out of your system, then it, then it's like no big deal. You just move on. Totally. That's Taylor so and- interesting because, yeah. oh, sorry to jump in, but Chandler and I feel like, I feel like I have the opposite like feeling where we're like we're like the problem is that we're sisters and so in a professional environment we would just like know we can't react so much but because we're so comfortable with each other it's just like anything we're feeling it's just like vomit you know it's just like any like you you, there's no filter and so that's so funny uh because Chandler and I always bemoan the fact that we're related and that's like the only that's the that's yeah that's what creates any problems although we've gotten a lot better and things are pretty good these days we do have to at times remind ourselves like, okay, be, be professional, be professional. This is a business. Like, you know, you have to like keep your cool because like for me personally, like if we're having like technical difficulties and we're starting to record, like I can start to get very frustrated. And like if I was on a call with my boss, I would never like snarl, 
but like because she I'm never with my like sister. groan audibly right. for like three full minutes. Like <laughs> it's like gnashing of teeth. That's like completely audible. <laughs> anyway, oh well, maybe that's the difference. Is that we never had any expectations of being professional? No, <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't say professional decorum is a strength of ours at all. <laughs> Oh my yeah. gosh. Let's just well, say we're lucky we don't have an HR department. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I um, wait, I would love to know how things have really, other than the name, how things have evolved in terms of, I'm sure you did not expect the bad guy to become this monolithic institution, this amazing account, this entire big brand, or maybe you did. I'm just curious, you know, kind of if what's taking you by surprise on this journey of creating the business and anything like that, that you can share. Right now, Lindley is got her thesaurus out and she's looking up monolithic institution. No, you guys <laughs> genuinely do. I literally just pulled up my new Google Chrome that I had to download for this podcast interview. And I just, you know, wanted to make sure that I was on, on par for the definition of monolithic. So, oh my gosh. You guys <laughs> we so we knew we would need thesaurus when talking to you, ladies. So, yeah, that, that came in touch. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so good. Yeah, I mean, I guess what I'm really trying to ask is, are you guys shocked by what a business Instagram is? Yes. Yeah. Like pretty mind blowing. And someone, so then this kind of goes along to the next question. Someone asked how much money the buy guide makes. So I would love if you could disclose and maybe if you could actually have your tax documents um, that we could put on on the Patreon. (laughs) You know, we'll just attach them in the show notes. Be great. Um, that is no, shocking to us. Is how, for sure, yeah. Number one, how hard. Number one, how hard it. It's way more work than it looks like. Mm-hmm. We did yeah. not expect it to right. be so much work, and it's absolutely work. We both, all three of us, work very hard. We have two employees, one full time, one part time. It's a lot of work to put together what the bike guy does every week. So yeah. yes, number one shocking is how much actual work it takes because it looks so easy on Instagram. And mm-hmm. number two is, yes, we absolutely have been surprised about how much money there is to make. And it's great. And there are accounts that have started after us that are bigger than us. And we people ask us all the time, is it too late? Has like the Instagram thing already been done? And we, we always say, no, there's absolutely not. Jump in there, do it. You could be great. Yeah, there's just the inter- internet money is crazy money. There's just so many people out there and there's so much opportunity. So I think it's just actually so such a beautiful blessing because virtually everything we do, everything that anyone does right now that's on this recording is because of the internet and we could not have done 20 years ago. It's not so crazy. That's amazing. It's, crazy. it's awesome. Yeah. I always refer yeah, to this awesome. this internet social media world influencer world as it is really the wild wild west. <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's so crazy like what happens, you know, it's like you go to these events, you see how many women are in a room and you're like, "Oh my gosh, all of these people are making lives. They're supporting their right. families and they're doing it with their two thumbs." You know what I mean? Yeah. On a phone. And it it's pretty crazy. Yeah. So, Going off of that, like, do you have any advice? One of the questions we got was like advice for people starting, you know, new businesses on Instagram. Any tips? So one thing that we really have stayed true to that's worked really well for us, and maybe it doesn't translate to all accounts, but 
we started this because we like to shop on Instagram and there was things we were looking for that we weren't finding on current Instagram accounts. So we really try with all of our decisions to what would we want? We feel like the five of us at the buy guide represent our demographic. And so if it would be annoying to us, then we don't do it. Mm-hmm. And there's mm. all kinds of accounts that teach you how to grow your Instagram account and mentor you. And there's rules about like how many reels you should do every week and how many times you should post and what you should say. And we absolutely ignored every single one of those because oh, we interesting. Found all of those things annoying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mostly that we were consistent in what we did do. That was one of the big advice buttons that someone gave me that had has a you know great big following is a good friend. She was like, whatever you do, like be consistent, stay present. So like we really always we have scheduled posts. We are always on stories. We really very rarely go dark. And I think yeah. that's mm-hmm. been a big part of it is that people know that like we will always have product to share. Yeah. I think that's one of the key things to building an audience is consistency. Like if if Chandler and I, if our podcast dropped maybe once a week, you didn't really know if it was coming out, you would just lose such a big piece of your audience because people really want to be able to th- to know that on Wednesday morning, there's a new episode of Pop Apologists that virtually anytime they go every day, there's going to be new products on the buy guide on your Instagram stories. And I think that really is something that is probably the key thing. Maybe that's the one rule that's the most important is to at, right. le- at least be consistent. And especially sure. when you're starting, like we noticed we like we took a week off a year ago, a year into our podcast, we took a, a we, we like just didn't release an episode and we noticed a total decline and we were also just kind of new. And so our, our audience was already kind of, you know, a, a baby thing and we, we saw a total drop off. So consistency is 100% key for sure. Yeah. You're building and, trust. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think too many people get caught up in um, focusing on what other influencers are doing, what's the trend right now, what are the algorithms you need to keep yes. up with, and instead of just focusing on what do the people want um, and what's authentic to you and to your following. And so I do think that's something we've been able to do well is just stick to what we like, what we authentically love to share, mm-hmm. and just kind of throw everything else out the window. I'm yeah. curious. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I know there's a lot of us on this call, so sometimes we're stepping over each other. But I think and understanding that repetition is okay too. I think in the beginning when we first started the buy guide, I felt like everything had to be new. Like we could never share what we shared before. And I think we found very quickly that like kind of shoving it down people's throat is really good because there's so many people that miss it the first, second, yes. third, fourth time around. Yes. And then we Absolutely. finally capture that fifth try. And I think that's also a big thing with us too, is that like, we're using these things every day. So we may share it every time we're using it and that that's okay. And that it's not boring. Well, it's, I think it's so easy to think that your followers are watching every single story you post and they're watching it to the end and they're completely digesting all of it. But the way that all of us consume content is just a lot 
it's it's not like that. You know, we might see a few stories, we might click through a few. It's very sporadic. So yeah, I think that it's important to remember that a lot of times people need to see stuff multiple times to even kind of notice it and to be like, oh, I need to take action on this. For sure. And I think too, when you're sharing products, like it takes me, if I'm going to buy something that's recommended from somebody like who I don't know, like in person, it takes me seeing it a bunch of times to know, oh wait, they really do use this. This is like their go-to XYZ um, to like convert me into, you know, buying it, I guess. Totally. I mean, I'm still waiting to pull the trigger on the walking pad. <laughs> and, oh my gosh. I um, keep just, I'm like, oh, I want to buy it, but is it ridiculous to own a Peloton bike, treadmill, and also a walking pad? No. I don't <laughs> think the walking pad is, I think it's not that expensive. It's not as expensive as a Peloton or a treadmill. I think it's a, it's kind of a low bar, like investment wise. And I, I think it will add a lot of joy to your working life, at least as for me. I know. Yeah, yeah, I mean, the walking thing. pad is completely different. It functions completely yes. different as both of both, both of the things you mentioned, treadmill and Peloton, they're purely for exercise. Walking pad allows you to work and also exercise at the same time. And especially with the buy guide, when we're talking about online shopping, let me just tell you the endorphins Ugh. of walking, yes. just the pure endorphins <laughs> of walking plus shopping online. This is like a whole new cerebral That's experience. Amazing. It's, it's complete. Yeah. It's like a golden moment to be shopping online or watching TV while also walking and shopping at the same time. Like you're literally doing, you're exercising, binge watching, whatever, and also shopping. Like there's not, it's not three better activities to be doing at once, in my opinion. I, I think <laughs> I agree. Yeah. I mean, did you add to cart while we were talking, Taylor? Because that was a pretty good pitch. Yeah, it was. Also, I always like to say if I can literally have a walking pad in my studio apartment in New York, like anyone with a you know more square foot than square footage than me can af- can afford to, you know, have one too. <laughs> right. Yeah. How many square um, footage is your apartment? I don't know. I'm not a math girl, but it's like it's the size of, it's the size of a bedroom. I've got a bedroom and I have a hallway. What would you say, Lauren? 400, 500? Yeah, it's just in the shoebox, you know, family, wherever, whatever, whatever that is. But yeah. no, it's it's truly like a very special, beautiful place. It is. It's cute. Um, Anyways. Lauren, as we made our descent into New York, you know, from our beloved Guana Island trip, mm. I got excited thinking about coming home to like my more simple routine food, like my mm. Clean Simple Eats protein powder. Yeah, I feel like it's such a good staple because the protein powder, if you blend it with ice and water, you got vanilla frosty, essentially, if you like the Simply Vanilla. If you get chocolate brownie powder, you've got a chocolate frosty. You could do the mint chocolate chip, you got a thin mint frosty, or you just dissolve it in milk or water, and that also strangely tastes really good like chocolate milk it's a super fast easy quick snack also i just love that the ingredients are clean they're grass-fed it's 20 grams of protein for 110 calories it is just the best protein powder out there everyone go to cleansimpleeats.com and use the promo code pop apologist for 10 percent off that's pop apologist for 10 percent off cleansimpleeats.com pop apologist for 10 percent off Wait, okay, but moving on to more the product side, I was wondering if each of you could please share your favorite product right now. Chandler and I obviously just waxed poetic on the walking pad. Right. So what right now is going to make you slip into a soliloquy, if you will? I'll go first. I love my – so I have curly, wavy hair. So for Mm -hmm. me, the Dyson Airwrap is like 
hands down the greatest investment I've ever made. I have bouncy, magical curls that last for days and it's just magical. So that would be my favorite top splurge product. Okay. She, Courtney is, um, uh, Courtney, our sister is a big fan of the Dyson Airwrap and I have always had uh, sorry to say it, but the best hair in the family until the Dyson Airwrap hit the scene. And then all of a sudden it was like my, my birthright was stolen from me by the Dyson Corporation. Oh. So anyway, I literally, the first time I saw her, her, their hair done with the Dyson, I didn't know about it at all. And I was like, whoa, your hair looks so good. It's just crazy the amount of volume it gives yeah. hair. No, it's amazing. I, I have a Dyson Airwrap and I think for me, it's like, I literally look like I've just left the salon, which I, I know how to blow dry my hair. I've been blow drying my hair since I was like 11 but I haven't known how to like round brush it correctly so that it's so bouncy and voluminous, uh, voluminous, whatever. <laughs> and anyways, yeah, the Dyson can't say enough good things about it. But okay. And we'll, we'll actually, if you guys could send us links, maybe we could include links yeah. to some of the stuff we're talking about in the show notes. Yes, let's do it. Perfect. Okay. okay so what else um, other than the Dyson? Oh gosh, this, is, uh, this shouldn't be a hard question for me, but I'm like thinking of a million different things. Um, I'll just pick something that's kind of new to me that I was very happily surprised with. Um, we've shared the brand Viore a ton mm. and I've been obsessed with their sweatpants and their like performance fabric forever. It's so good. And they just came out with a tennis skirt and I play a lot of tennis and pickleball and their new skirt just makes me so really? happy. I love it so, so much. So if I'm like a Lululemon stan, like what would convert me to Viore? So first of all, like I love Lululemon too. You can have yeah. both. You, and okay. you, you kind of need both, but I would say mm. you need the Viore sweatpants. Mm. And okay. if you ever need a tennis skirt, I would get the Viore one. Okay. Love it. What is different about the Viore sweatpants than a standard sweatpant? The fabric. The fabric, the fabric is like unlike any other. It's is it heavy. like really buttery and soft? Yes, but <laughs> influencers get made fun of for saying buttery too much. So. Oh, really? <laughs> I'm still oh, innocent. You can't win. I don't know about all these things. You yet. Can't win. <laughs> I mean, it's so buttery. You were obsessed with it. Obsessed <laughs> with it them. It will change your life. <laughs> really? Wait, are, wait. Are these all? Wait, are these all things that are people make fun of? <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. And you can't start your stories with okay, because if you have 15 in a row and people just click through your stories really fast, all they hear is okay, 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 okay. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Which I am at fault of doing more than I'd like to admit. We all are. Or guys. Hey guys. Yeah. Yeah. Oh gosh. I will say though that the bi guy does not say, I just wanted to jump on here really quick. Which I'm actually really proud of. (laughs) Lindley, I for sure have heard you say that. Damn it. (laughs) Don't say it. Take it back, Taylor. (laughs) Um, Lindley, I think you should tell them about when we bullied you for something you said. Yeah. Well, now I don't want to say the word because now then, you know, all the pop apologist followers will come at me too. (laughs) You can spell it. I will. I'm actually going to spell it. Okay. So... Years ago, you know, and stories are harder than they look. Like you're very self-conscious. You want to like redo them 40 times. And then you get to a point where you're like, screw this. They're just, they're just going to get what I have to offer. Okay. Right. 
And so, you know, we share everything, wide range of products. So I'm sharing these little girl, um, (laughs) P-A-N-T-I-E-S. And Taylor and Ashley bullied me for months about the word. And they're like, who says that? That's so gross. You're so creepy. All of these things. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. My little four-year-old daughter calls them these. What else does one call them? And then the best part was after their bullying, you know, as it continued, we actually got a DM that was like, you can't just throw that word out willy nilly. (laughs) I mean, like a trigger warning before you say it. And I was like, okay, stand corrected. And I don't call them that anymore. I have corrected my vocabulary and we have moved on from the P word. Undies. 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 Oh my gosh. See, and that's what happens when you work with family. Like you're not going to do that to a coworker, but you know, Taylor just lets you have it. Oh Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. I think, so we have Viore sweatpants, the Dyson air wrap, and then we just need our final recommendation for this, for this question. Oh, okay. So I would have to say, I love my pebble ice maker. Mm. And I know that's so cliche because we've shared it a million times. Taylor and Lindley have built in ice makers in their house, which I'm not there yet, but I do love my pebble ice maker. It's used and Everyone who comes to my house, I have teenagers. The teenagers run into my house. They go fill up their cups with a drink every time they come to my house. They love it. It's a quality of life thing, you know? Yes. Yes. Pebble ice is exquisite. I'm hoping one day we're going to get a fridge that dispenses like the great pebble ice. That that ever happened? Why has that not happened? I don't know. Someone contact Samsung. I don't know. Yeah. Let's do it. Next partnership. Let's make it happen. Yes. Yes. Let's make it happen. Um. Laura, did you, were you going to say something? No, go ahead. Okay. I, I kind of want to hear about how you guys deal with like IG trolls. I'm sure you just get, you know, the gamut of people. Like what's your advice for, you know, not letting it get to you or just how do you deal with it? We've been really lucky. I think because we don't share very much of our actual lives on Instagram. Yeah. Mm. The things that people have to influence, to criticize actually don't matter to us that much because the buy guide is, I mean, it's literally just things to shop. So really, truly nothing that we ever share actually matters. You know, it's just very surface and shallow. So if you want to criticize that much on a shirt. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. When that happens, it's really good to have Taylor and Ashley on your team because there is not a war of words that anyone will ever win when you're up against Taylor and Ashley. They will be crowned champion every time, (laughs) which I love because they always go to bat for me. And then I just respond. Thanks, Karen. (laughs) Don't follow a shopping account. If you just, if you don't want to see like things of all different prices, like just, yeah, I'd say 99% of the time we just ignore them and don't respond. And during the weaker moments when we just really feel like someone needs to hear what we have to say back to them, we, we might go at someone, but but it has to be like such an outrageous, like so random, like thought or DM that that's when we kind of are like, really, have you ever thought of it this way? Yeah. Mm. And sometimes we can actually like get them to be like, oh, actually, I didn't think of it that way. Thanks for taking the time to chat. We're like, sure. Thank you. Right. Do you concern them? We have, we we get very few. Yeah. We get very, very few negative. 
How many DMs would you guys say you get a day? Oh, oh it varies a lot. Um, sometimes hundreds and sometimes 50. Oh, okay. And how okay. do you guys split up responding to the DMs? We have zero system. It's a free call. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so if so they get missed it's hard to keep on top because yeah like, Ashley might read one so it's not highlighted anymore and then but like maybe he doesn't respond because it's a question for me or Lindley and right it's kind right. of a mess and we well, just say if we missed you sorry also I'm sure your dams are so difficult because I, I'm sure it's a lot of people asking for links which is like another step you know you have to like go make a link or whatever like it's just so much work yeah for sure yeah. that there is, is- Sorry, if you knows anybody, Chan, if you have any um, colleagues that yeah. are on this side of things, a different system for Instagram DMs yeah. would be life-changing. I agree. Um, yeah. That would be I amazing. Don't know what, there's a way to organize that. Also, I don't know what this the system should be, but I also feel like the unread button should actually un, like should not show that you've read it so that you can actually like respond later and not have it look bad. I yeah. agree. Great. I don't get. I don't get why that's the feature, and it's it's so dumb to me. Um, but we yeah, like, go ahead. We like DMs, though. We like there's the you know there are women out there that we've never met that we have conversations mm-hmm. with on a regular basis, and it's actually really fun. Totally. And, yeah, for sure. And they also share our community. Also shares awesome ideas with us. I mean, yeah. they mm-hmm. will say, oh, have you seen this? Or they're so helpful and encouraging. They'll be like. I know you guys love this and I just saw that it's on sale. You should share it. Like yeah. that's oh, so cool. cool. That's so cool for someone to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Um, yeah. Chandler and I are, the DMs are definitely something that Chandler and I are kind of always trying to figure out a system to manage. Um, Cause we just hate, they're the worst thing for me is like someone writes something really sweet and heartfelt and it accidentally just gets left on scene. That's like my worst nightmare. And so, because really like all those relationships in the DMs that we've, built they really are they feel like real friendships it's very strange yeah, I feel like they are real yeah totally yeah Taylor and Lindley get on my case sometimes because I'm a little bit of a bleeding heart so we'll get dms and someone's going through something you know terrible in their yeah. life and I'm like you guys I think we need to send her a vacuum <laughs> like, Ashley it's gonna be fine she's gonna be fine she just wanted a friend you're just Aww. doing this time <laughs> That's Honestly, so though, sweet. Just, just by even responding and engaging, like you are doing that person like, a, you know, a solid and, you know, I, I do feel like the influencers that I follow in the bigger accounts, like whenever they respond, even if it's like a thanks for, you know, thanks or whatever means so much more than the people who just don't even respond or just heart a message, you know, like it just means a lot to feel yeah. like you are kind of seen in that community. Yeah. Um, I have a question for you guys. So um, one of the things I want to do is start sending birthday presents to my friends. It's just something I've been thinking a lot about. And it's just so easy to to not really, um, unless you're like, go, go, go to a party you're invited to or something for them, but otherwise to not just to send them a text. But I feel like it'd be special to send my friends birthday presents. So I'm thinking about this and thinking, okay, well, if I have 20, 25 friends, I'd want to put on a list of who I'm going to send birthday presents to every you know, throughout the year, I want to spend about 75 bucks to hundred bucks a friend max. So I'm curious if you guys have any gift ideas for basically under a hundred dollars that you would, that you think is like, okay, this is something that any, if someone gets it, they will love it and they, it'll be really something special. 
I feel like I'm always, I feel like the premise of the buy guide and how much we love it is my, always my favorite gifts is as if a girlfriend found a product that she loves to use right now, anytime she's going to give that to me with a little note of why I just found this product and I love it. And I hope that you love it too. It just feels very personal. And mm-hmm. you also had a conversation and every time they use that product, they're going to think of you. Mm-hmm. And I think it can be something really sweet and nice, like a piece of jewelry that you've been loving, like a, you know, a simple piece of jewelry, or it can even be like a hair mask or, mm-hmm. you know, a face mist or something simple. I still just think those are lovely, simple, get, that feel very personal. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Any, what, any favorite consumable gift? Cause I love the idea of also giving gifts that are like candles or, I mean, candles can feel so generic. So maybe a really special candle or, um, or like something you can eat, just something that doesn't create just more stuff. That's the other thing I'm thinking, you know, cause I don't want to just like, I don't know, contribute to, to waste so much. So any, any favorite totally. consumable gifts? I feel like my friends are good at giving me those because they think I have everything already. Um, mm. So one of my friends is Italian and she always gives me like her favorite olive oil or balsamic vinegar and I love getting it. And one friend gave me her favorite flake salt. You know, it's like a 10 or $15 thing of salt, but I love it and I've rebought it like 20 times since. So I just, yeah, I don't think gifts for friends need to be fancy or extravagant, but I love the idea of just, this is something big or small that I've been loving lately. And I thought you might love it too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I love that. I love the idea of like a really nice olive oil or a really great bottle of wine or something that, yeah, some it doesn't have to be this like, yeah, it's crazy thing. It can just be something that um, is delicious and is will be used and enjoyed. So that gave me a lot of ideas. And- Thank you. And if you're like slightly on the cheaper side, like I think I am, like I, I don't really ever want to like upgrade my like salts, but I think if someone were to gift me like, like the Jennifer Fisher, like salt trio or something, mm-hmm. I would be obsessed with like having nice salts to use, but I'm like always like, oh, I don't want to spend 30 bucks or whatever on salt. Totally. Exactly. Those are the gifts that like, we're not buying for ourselves. Those are the mm-hmm. things you don't buy for yourselves, but they're like everyday upgrades that yes. feel like such a luxury to be gifted. Yeah. Lauren, the wall behind you, it's quite barren. What's going on there? (laughs) You know what? I find getting things framed to be very stressful. And so I've just never done it. I don't basically have anything framed in my home. And it's sad for me. It's very sad, which is why we are so lucky to be sponsored by FrameBridge right now. Yes, I am so excited to correct this wrong in my life. What's so great about FrameBridge is for other people also intimidated by a gallery wall, if you go on their website, you can just very quickly, easily upload like five photos or whatever it is, and they will send you different dimensioned, cute frames, beautiful, sleek, modern, so you can just hang your gallery wall and it's good to go. They make it very easy on a layperson like yourself. Everyone, see why FrameBridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit framebridge.com or a local FrameBridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything. That's framebridge.com. Okay, I have another gift guide question. If you are newly dating someone and their birthday is coming up, let's just say it's for a guy, um, what is something good to give them where it's like you, you have to like recognize the moment, but you're also newly dating. So it's like, you don't want to like act too invested or, you know, just you want to play it kind of cool. You want to get them a Rolex or something. 
<laughs> Way too much invested at this. That's a sunk cost. Um, yeah. And ex- I mean, this is not helpful for the buy guide because we can't link it, but I think I would go with an experience. Okay. Mm. Yeah. I think I would buy tickets to something and go do something really fun that he would really enjoy on his birthday. Yeah. I'd make a memory. That's so smart because honestly, especially if you're newly dating someone, any like almost anything could could be very easily cringy because it's just so tough and you just and the whole point is obviously to just be spending time together so that's a really great idea yeah good answer I'm laughing as you're saying this because all I can think about is the v-neck rib shirt I gave my 16 year old boyfriend for his birthday yeah I would advise against against the the (laughs) v-neck ripped (laughs) I like that no you you know it Go ahead. I was just say it reminds me of the American Apparel deep V-necks that all the guys wore when I was in middle school and high school. Those were, those were, those. I would have given those as gifts for sure. I'm, I'll go on the record and say that I think those are still a pretty hot look. Like I don't, for I don't know sure. if I'm ready for my boyfriend to wear a deep V, but like I think that was a hotter look for men personally. Yeah, what oh, happened to that? What happened? Men just started covering their chests. We need to go back to that. <laughs> I know, I know, and like, yeah, like there were like gaping V necks for men, like yeah. five or six inches down. Yeah, yeah. Like pec Hot. muscles were on display. What mm-hmm, happened? Mm-hmm. Right. Are you into chest hair or not chest hair? I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, not I'm into out it on chest sure. hair. I'm like, yeah, I think it's manly. I think like if the guy has chest hair, I like it. I don't like back hair though. So okay. they're, you know, fine line. Gotta, <laughs> just like all in on hair. No, I would call that a hard line. Like that is a no. <laughs> a fine line. That's like a get out of here. Yes. <laughs> Especially oh if there's a swimsuit involved. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And if we're dealing with that and this is a new relationship, then maybe you just like invest in a first session of laser hair removal. Yes. Oh my gosh. I would be so stoked if someone got me laser hair removal. Like that's a really nice gift. Yeah, that would be really special if someone you're newly dating got you laser hair removal. Honestly, it would sting. Here's a hundred dollars towards laser hair remover. Take it, or this might be our last date. Yeah, Yeah. honestly, it would sting for a minute, but then it would be like that's actually really generous of you. So, especially if they're buying all of the laser hair treatments, so. Um, just get I'm also really glad surgery that we- if you're newly dating them. Yeah, that's a really perfect. great. Right. That's a good gift. Money for a rhinoplasty. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a hundred dollars for a rhinoplasty. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> I'd like you better like this. No, that'd be terrible. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was just gonna say okay. I'm really glad that we're covering these hard hitting questions <laughs> on the pod. It's important. It is important. Yeah. Well, I have another hard hitting one because as I'm sure you guys anticipated, everyone wants to talk about the Stanley tumblers. I don't even know. They're not even a cup at this point. What are they? A movement, a lifestyle, a, yeah, a religion. Yeah. Yeah. Can All we the, talk they've about They've made them? their way over to TikTok also. Has everyone seen like the TikToks about well, them? Well, yeah, they're claiming it's a TikTok cup. Fascinating. Oh my gosh. <gasps> Wow. Okay. Well, those people need to get Let a grip. Let the record of- show. Okay? Yeah. Let the record show. It is not a yeah. TikTok cup. Um, yeah. I, we need to hear about it. Okay. Yeah. The origin of the of the cup, how it became this phenomenon, why you guys love them. Um, Chandler and I, of course, both own one. Okay. Yeah. So Ashley originally found the Stanley Cup and she just started using it and loving it. This was like a couple years before we even started the buy guide. 
She started getting them for herself and for her friends. She sent one to me when I had my fourth baby. And she was like, you need this cup. Um, You're going to love it. So I fell in love with it. Fast forward to we start the buy guide um, later that year that she sent me the cup. And it was one of the first products we shared. We're like, we all have this cup. We all love it. Um, And we just kind of kept sharing it. But it was really hard to find it in stock. And it would sell out really quick anytime we shared it on Amazon. Um, So it just kept getting harder and harder to share it. But we loved it and loved it and loved it. And then we found out that Stanley was discontinuing the cup and we were very upset. So we kept telling our followers like, hurry, these are the last ones. They're going away forever. Um, And then we were sending these boxes to other influencers and bigger accounts. And we sent one to Emily Maynard from The Bachelor. Oh, yes. Mm. Yes. So she opened a box of like our favorite things one of the things being the cup and one of her followers happened to be Lauren um, who worked for Stanley. And she was like, Oh my gosh, they're sharing this cup. So she DM'd us. We started a conversation with her and we were like, Oh my gosh, you have to bring this cup back. Like, what can we do? And that kind of got the ball rolling with Stanley. She was like a huge advocate for us and helped us like talk to the right people. Um, Sorry, I don't need to tell the whole story, guys. But No, I then- lo- this is super this interesting. Is I had no idea. <laughs> this is like great. Thank you. So Lauren tried to start the conversation with Stanley. And the reason we found out the reason that the cup was discontinued and had not done well is because it was being sold with camping equipment. And uh, as much as we love the cup, yeah, it's not what I would take on a hike or camping. Right. Um, it's, that's not how we use it. So we decided, we thought, well, that it was just being sold the wrong way. And this is, we, we promise this would be a huge hit. And Stanley just didn't see it. So we bought them ourselves. We filled out purchase orders as if we were a retail location, like Bed Bath & Beyond or REI. And I was sitting on my couch filling out this, it felt like home mortgage level of paperwork and Googling terms almost every line of the way and filled out a purchase order for 10,000 Stanley cups. That was the minimum they would sell to us and they would only do white. And we found warehouse space. We set up a website and we ordered 10,000 cups. And I think Stanley thought we were a little crazy, but they sold out in five days and um, they were a big hit. And we went back to Stanley and they thought, well, that was, you know, a fluke. And we did it again. And we, they sold out the next time in way less time in a day quickly. And then, um, and still Stanley wasn't sure about how much is the market saturated? Is there more opportunity for growth here? Um, so Lauren invited us to go to outdoor retailers in Denver, Colorado, where the Stanley bosses were all going to be having some meetings. And she invited the CEO of PMI, which is Stanley's parent parent company. She invited the CEO of PMI to join in on the conversation with us. And I think that was the catalyst for the change. I think his name is Bob Keller and he sat at the table and he has daughters. They knew about the buy guide. He Mm. understood the vision of women selling to women. And at that table, we discussed with Stanley 
they should redo their website. They needed to get on an affiliate platform and bring the cut back, offer it in different colors, have daily use items that women want to use on a daily basis and not just yeah. occasional use items for camping on a, you know, on occasion. And if we're doing daily use items, the colors need to look good in people's kitchen and with their outfits, mm-hmm. not just in the great outdoors. Mm. And we laid out this whole plan and said that our dream for the cup was so much bigger than our one little account could ever be, but that an army of influencer women would sell it to the world. And, um, that CEO looked, listened for about 15 minutes and looked around the table and said to everyone there, uh, so we're doing this. We're going to do this. Wow. This is insane. And it's been a phenomenal journey. I mean, we have to give big props to Stanley because in the last, the huge 180 they've done in the last two years is mind blowing. I mean, the fact that there are multiple lines of products now in a variety of pastel colors, that's mind blowing. And that's all because of you guys. Like how crazy yeah, is that? Really, it's been really exciting. I mean, it's because of us and because of this army of women who are now passionate about their Stanley Cups. <laughs> and TikTok, of course. And TikTok, of course. Obviously. <laughs> so, okay. So I'm so curious. Story. And maybe you, and I can cut this part out. We don't have to include it. But I'm so curious on the business side of that, you know, going in, did you guys partner with them? Like, do you guys have a stake in Stanley Cup beyond beyond affiliate links? Or, and yes. I can, I totally won't include this, you know, no, if we're you don't fine talking about this. You know, we are, okay. we have, we are contracted partners with Stanley and we do get a commission on every cup sold. Okay, great. Because that, that for me, is, it wouldn't make sense otherwise, right? Because you just did so much to to make this product such a such a huge success and out of the park. So I'm I was I'm so happy to hear that. That's incredible. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, it's so fun. I mean, now Stanley's in retail locations that you know are kind of trendier places. They're in Urban Outfitters. Mm-hmm. They're in Target. They're in Williams Sonoma. It's been really fun. I feel like we got to introduce the brand to a whole different market. Absolutely. I mean, I would have never known about Stanley. I mean, I knew it was like a camping retailer or outdoor retailer, but like seeing it now as like a utility everyday thing is completely different. Thanks to you guys. Yeah. When you guys were on, on this journey, did you ever consider simply getting, creating your own cup? Or could, could you have done that? Could you have taken the cup to a, um, to a factory, sent it and had it remade and simply created your own brand or like, was that, was that ever on the table? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And why did you guys decide not to go down that road? So for most things in China, mo- like most everything that's manufactured in China, you can find a copy or a very similar mold at a variety of different factories. And we definitely explored that. This was a lot harder to create a similar one because Stanley owns its own factory Mm. and has for a really long time. They're a very old company, over a hundred years old. And so the copies that were coming out were subpar. They were not as good. And yeah, we were not interested ever in the buy guide in general. We're not interested in offering something that already exists just to put our name on it. Like if we can't make it better, we don't want to do it. Right. Mm -hmm. So the Stanley Cup really is the best version of it. And they offer a lifetime warranty. And when we weren't sure if they would bring it back, we looked into that option really hard. But it was mm-hmm. never going to be an ideal scenario. 
Mm. Yeah. So then we went full court on convincing them to bring it back. And we literally gambled everything we had on buying those cups and selling them. And after we like sold 20,000 cups on our own, they still weren't like believing it. And we're like, anyway, it was, it was crazy, but so happy. Amazing experience. So when you guys made that purchase, that initial purchase order, was it you guys, you guys actually bought like it was your, it was your funds through Stanley though. Yeah, but we we had we did we bought the cups. They were then our cups that we then sold. So we did have to come up with every penny that was in the business account of what the buy guide had accumulated so far, and we dipped into our personal accounts. And our husbands were terrified. Wow. I just have I mean, to tell a quick little story. So my husband's a home builder here in Utah, and you know, ten thousand—that's a really large number. And so he was like, "Lindley, are you sure you guys are going to be able to sell through these? Or like, am I going to be giving a cup to every like person that buys a home for the next ten years?" And I'm like, "No, no, no, this is going to do it." And on our first launch, my husband and I actually happened to be in Thailand, and so all three of us had our Shopify accounts, which we set up to sell these cups. And on in Shopify, you can set up notifications and the no- notification sound is like a cha-ching sound. And so we went live like 2 a.m. Thailand time. And all of a sudden, my husband and I wake up to all these cha-ching sounds. And oh. we just started laughing so hard, like, oh my gosh, it's working. They're buying them. So I like, that's like one of those moments in life that I'll never forget that oh my gosh. was super cool because it was a gamble. It was like Ashley mentioned, like we dipped into personal funds, which we never anticipated doing. And um, so it's just been so fun to, to be a part of. I mean, three moms Googled their way through. And like you said, a movement, whatever it's called, it's it's fun to kind of be, you know, part of the story. So 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 rad i'm curious i'm curious now that you guys have had this experience um if you guys if there is any product that you guys do want to create for that would be under your name if that's in you know on the horizon we've talked about it a lot there's nothing happening right now yeah um like ashley said we have no interest in creating something that already exists only if we can make something better so yeah for we've sure not discussed different home things, like things that are out there that are really functional and great products, but just made in the worst color combination, you know, just like simple changes that you're like, why can't you just make this in a neutral? Yeah. Like red. We don't want any more red KitchenAids. (laughs) Right. (laughs) We got those as wedding gifts. We're moving on. (laughs) The, the challenge is trying to recreate this Stanley story with other things. It really was like the perfect, just, it, it, we were really lucky um, with how this all worked out. I mean, we made it happen, but it was just the perfect blending of just the right situation and the right product and the right time. Yeah. What a unique, cool, what a unique, cool experience and story. So thank you so much for sharing. That was, that was amazing. I'm, I think people are going to love hearing that. And honestly, Lindley's story in Thailand of the cha-ching, if it, if you ever have a Shopify site, which do you guys sell any merch? We don't. It. Oh, it's just something we have not been able to, haven't had the bandwidth to tackle, but we want okay. to at some point. Well, one day, whenever you do that, 
the most satisfying sound in the world is that cha-ching sound. And <laughs> it is just like so fun to hear it. I mean, even if you're selling five things, that's, I miss hearing the cha-ching, even though now <laughs> we're selling out of like a hundred thousand cups. I miss the the 10,000 cha-chings. It, it was so fun. So get so your rocking fun. pad, your binge show, your phone and turn Shopify on. And now yes. like all the endorphins. Wow. An explosion, an explosion yes. of yes. endorphins. That's amazing. Okay. Oh so I want to, I know we don't have that much time left, so I just would love to get through a few more of our listener questions. Um, one person wanted to know, and maybe this is something you actually don't recommend avoiding, but they want to know how to avoid impulse purchases. Ooh. <laughs> like, uh, I will, yeah. I will, uh, let someone else handle this question. I'm not good at that. Well, I would say for the majority of people that a lot of the impulse buys come when it's on sale or it's majorly discounted and they're like, Ooh, I've got to pull the trigger. It's such a good deal. And mm. I think that is the more dangerous place. Like if it's something you love at full price and you buy it, then so, like, I don't know. I think it's more likely to be worth it. If you're just buying it because it's 50% off, then maybe you don't love it that much. I think mm. you should always be asking yourself, would I buy this if it was full price? Yeah. Yeah. It kind of goes along with like, don't buy it if it doesn't fit perfectly, if it really doesn't fit or if in some, if, uh, for some reason it's just not comfortable because uh, then you'll never, you'll never pull it right. out to wear. You'll never reach for it. Right. And we kind of created our website for this purpose. We understand that like when we share things on a daily basis, you might think, oh, I'm really going to want that someday when I have kitchen cabinet space, right? Mm -hmm. Or I'm really going to mm -hmm. want that someday. Oh, when my yeah. daughter's next birthday comes around, I might want that, but not today. And on our website, you can actually create an account and like favorites and keep them in your account on our site so that when Christmas comes around or when you're ready to buy birthday presents for your 20 friends for next year, you already have it kind of saved on your website, on your account. Um, I think that's a good idea where you can keep your good ideas of what you want to purchase somewhere, put them in your cart. Think about it for two days. If you still want it in two days, yeah. do it. Right. Put it in, go to our website, save it to your account. When it comes up that you actually need it, it'll be there for you and you can buy it. Yeah, I think that that is such a good point and so smart with the website because it's right. Like some people, it's just not the right time or, you know, it's not the moment. But then then stories are so ephemeral. So you want to be able to have that those recommendations in a curated permanent place. So that's such a good, such a good thing. Um, someone also wanted to know, let's see here, college graduation gift ideas. I mean, we, we have a gift, guide. a gift guide, but money. Money. Yeah, love that. I mean, did you guys want anything besides cash? <laughs> no. Our mom no. is like, just in similar to the Patreon, our mom is very anti any sort of honestly get, like asking for gifts. And right. so I don't, we didn't send out any graduation announcements or anything like that because our mom is always like just very not, not into it. And so anyway, I don't, I don't remember. Chandler, did you ever get graduation gifts? I had a like combined graduation party with everyone who was graduating in the stake. This is very interesting information, but um, <laughs> I was I was given um, I was stake. given cash the whole stake. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's like a, a bazillion teenagers. 
Steak. Sorry. Steak. Not steak. I've ever heard. Steak. Uh, Mormon steak. Like our, you know, all everyone who was graduating in our church community that year. Uh, So I did receive a lot of checks. Thank goodness um, that I promptly spent. Um, that yeah. were not put into any type of savings account. But yeah, cash okay. always. Cash well, over. Now I have to ask questions about this state graduation party. Like, did everyone come with 55 checks for each? Or was it like well, yeah. only some, like you only got a check from everyone because you're clearly a favorite? Um, thank you for saying that. Yes. Uh that is that was true. No. Uh <laughs> yeah, we all I think I think to be honest, I think the gift quality was slightly less because there were like 18 teenagers graduating. Nice. <laughs> so there was less to go around for sure. I am. And if anyone's listening who was at that stake graduation party, thank you for the gifts. Um, but yeah, you know, there was like, De- De- there was a lot of teens. Got to him though. Yeah, totally. Yes. She would have intercepted that check well before. This feels like a very high pressure situation. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, if adults yeah. invited to celebrate these graduates. I mean, what if you don't know for like half of totally. them? Totally. No, and the, they're all kind of expected to get like something or a gift or some, I don't know. Anyways, yeah. I, I haven't I thought about the core memory in a, a Graduation announcement or anything. Ashley, did you? My, our parents didn't even stay at my graduation. They left. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's I like that. how we roll. Do you want to like, talk about that, Ashley? <laughs> I, I like, if you don't graduate from high school, like you, that's a big problem. Like we're not going to really celebrate right. it. Right. Yeah. yeah. Also, it's kind of like bare minimum. Just like, okay, good. I'm glad you graduated from high school. Let's talk when college is over. Right. Well, speaking, <laughs> I had a graduation announcement set out and I had a graduation party and I still have a few of the presents that I was gifted at that graduation. Oh, wow. Party. So, you know, it's, it definitely did work out in my benefit. Uh, well, now yeah, I need to I know what. Yeah. Like what are, what were they? Yeah. So, you know, Tiffany, the rocks. Um, yes. So I was a nanny for two families all growing up. They were all always so kind and generous. Um, I still have the keychain that they gave me. Um, oh and then they gave me a necklace. So. Wow. Nice. Which I no Tiffany know. was received at mine. Let me be clear. I did not get any <laughs> Tiffany. The steak wasn't offering the Tiffany. Yeah, no. <laughs> there was a budget for that. Dang it. Coffee, I was speaking right. Too- Go back and cash in. Say I know. An announcement and say excuse yeah, me. Yeah, sorry, these are a little late, but here's <laughs> right, my graduation reparations. <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys! Thank you so much for coming on. This has been so so fun, truly. It has been fun. Thanks for having us. Yes, thank yeah, of you. course. Thank you. Is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners, other than where they can find you and anything exciting coming up? Please, please share. I just would like to encourage everyone to subscribe to the Patreon because the Johnny oh. Depp coverage is next level. Uh. Oh, I do like, I didn't, we don't have to get into Johnny Depp, but I'm just not on the same page as you guys. So, oh, oh okay. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. I am though. So, <laughs> and nobody okay. should ever, I don't like how people are in love with him because he's a disgusting human being. Thank yeah. you. I think I tend to agree. Crazy. Oh yeah, there's so much worship of him that's just like grossing us out. Yes, I, I'm zero percent in love with him, um, but zero percent. <laughs> I'm zero percent in love with Johnny Depp, and I agree that he is a very troubled and gross person. But I just think, you know, at the end of the day, it's which one is lying, right? And right. which one has well, a history of lying? 
She does. If she can't bring up any witnesses, then I think it's it's over. Right. Yeah. So far, the if evidence she can't have any witnesses. is on his side, as am I. Yeah. Um, I know. Good, good, work, good work. We love it. <laughs> If the, thank you oh so much, gosh. truly. Thank you so much for the Patreon endorsement, you guys. Link in the show notes. Um, but I will say, maybe this is a perfect way to wrap up. I did stumble upon a little dovetail for everyone. I did walk into my mom's bedroom, and right there on her bed was a beautiful photo book of Johnny Depp. So, stop. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And I said, Mom, I'm going to take a picture of this and post it on Instagram. Do, do you think it's inappropate? And she was like, Yeah, but flip to a better, that's fine. Flip to a better picture of Johnny. So <laughs> was dad home? It's a real question. Uh, no, dad was not home. So a yeah, little I'm disturbing. Sure. Classic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you guys, thank you so much. You, you guys, everyone, please thank follow the buy guide on Instagram, shop all their links, buy a Stanley mug support. Love you guys. Thank you for coming on. That's all for now, folks. Don't forget, give us a five-star review. Hit us up on Instagram at popapologists, and we will see you next week, live every Wednesday. Bye.